Good evening, everyone. Uh, yeah, we should be, uh, you should have sound whizzing its way to you. Um, landing into your ears. Yeah, we're two minutes late. I'm sorry about that. I, I got a little bit carried away um, with some bits and pieces. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be worth it. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, uh, hello. Uh, this is good, right? Okay. It's a fresh, proper episode of the year. Is that right? Is it? No, it's not. We've done many episodes. This is the first proper episode into our third century of episodes, which is quite baffling. Um, conscious of a few things when I put out this... Um, uh, put out this episode um, uh, thumbnail that uh, actually I have a couple of things. One of them, which I'm going to now uh, fix because I forgot about it. Um, uh, I'm going to now fix that right now because I have the power to do these things. There we go. Fixed it. Um, they're done. Um, good. You can't have to have your, your gags have to be ready. Right, lined up. So, uh, yeah, further than I put this uh, thumbnail together, and um, I was conscious that uh, Rail Nature is branded orange, and, and we have a decidedly non-orange uh, stance in relation to Ireland. Um, so, you know, perhaps we should have made it green. And then I thought, oh, the thing is, as someone rightly pointed out on Twitter, uh, Irish Rail have, uh, for a very long time, had uh, orange branding. Uh, and indeed, one of the Irish colours is is indeed orange. So uh, when you're south of the um, the south of the north which makes sense if you if you live on the island of ireland um then actually you're not so fussed about worrying about orange but this is an all ireland um uh episode in any case maybe this works best <laughs> this one for the not audio only uh, people in any case um Episode 201 is what we're doing. We're getting into um, talking about the whole of the island of Ireland and its rail network. And what we're doing, tonight's episode is um, a warm-up. Uh, in fact, it's a warm-up for uh, when we look at the final publication of the Oil Island Rail Review, the Oil Island, the Oil Island Strategic Rail Review, rather, which will be published uh, in summer, probably, possibly a little bit later. Uh, actually, this might be spring, but uh, in any case, it's uh, uh, that'll be coming out, and I want to dig into it. But I wanted to do an episode where we kind of warm ourselves up in advance of that, so that we can. Um, have some of the context without having to then run through all that context again when the full thing comes out. So uh, we can have a look. And as, as as people are already pointing out, 2024 is the year of uh, the United Ireland. <laughs> In any case, um, maybe a, a little bit more on that momentarily. Um, YouTube is very buggy at the moment. It was running incredibly slowly when I was doing some stuff on it yesterday. Well, actually, I was just trying to have, I was doing some stuff in prep for this, in fact, and had uh, Well, Lady Problem podcast on. Um, I was listening to the Everest episode because I'd uh, missed that one. Um, and it was just, uh, YouTube was being rubbish. Um, uh, we are going to talk about Gage, but probably in another episode, there is something we should talk about uh, in terms of um, track Gage. We'll, we'll, we'll get, everyone will um, uh, we'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, we will get there. Um, so, Firstly, everyone, welcome to uh, episode 201, Getting Ready for the All-Around Rail Review. It's Rail Matter. And as the Intercity 225 fades away... We go straight into it. There's no news tonight. We are asking the question: What is first of all to start? We're just getting straight into the into the into the nuts and bolts of this. What is Ireland, and why do we need to specify when we're talking about all of it? Well, um, 
This is funnily enough a subject that probably isn't going to be covered particularly usefully uh, by an episode of Rail Natter. What I can recommend you do is go and uh, yes, because of course this is this is the year. Uh, it's worth saying this is the year of uh, Irish unification, um, as predicted by. Uh, well, not predicted by data, as simply relayed from the computer by data to uh, uh, Captain Picard um, uh, in, a, in, a, in a few hundred years. Um, no, if you want to understand why we have to, why why there's an island that clearly makes sense to be a single island um, next to Britain, that um, that that that's a chunk of it has been there's a border in it, uh, then I can strongly recommend that you go and listen to the Lions Led by Donkeys series. Um, with where where Joe is in fact uh, listening because uh, Tom is uh, is is in the hot seat and guides us through uh, not just the history of the troubles but the history of why kind of what led to Ireland splitting up in the in the in the in the twenties in the first place. Uh, spoiler alert: it's uh, British people's fault. Um, uh, it is an island nation, a bit of which is occupied by colonial power. Yeah, and I'm sure there there are plenty of people who live in Northern Ireland who who would take a different view to that. But um, uh, yeah. Um, I, 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 I think a lot of people don't agree. Uh, and and the um the 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 I don't know. The, there's a there's a there's a an obsessive in me who sees that as an island and feels like as an island it should be one thing. But anyway, I don't know. Uh, what I can say is this: uh, from a transport perspective, um, it doesn't make any sense to think of uh, Northern Ireland and, Ar- and uh, Ireland separately. They are one thing. Oh, I should say, what actually is it? Let's briefly hear it. Look, we're in uh, Bentley Microstation. Hello, uh, Bentley. Thanks for giving me the license for to go on rail ladders. Um, you'll notice that there's some whales in here because uh, I forgot to switch these levels off. Um, but Basically, let's uh, let's click this button because there are four large cities uh, on uh, the island of Ireland. I'm going to call it Ireland from now on. Uh, is that all right? Sorry, Northern Irish people, but um, uh, only a small number of people uh, of you will actually be irritated by this. So uh, yeah, here's Ireland. There are four major cities: um, Dublin uh, and Belfast being the two capital cities. Um, uh, or you know, Dublin's the capital city, and Belfast is the Northern Irish provincial city. Um, and then you have Cork, and uh, you have uh, Limerick. There's the, the four, uh, the four cities. Um, actually, yeah, the thing I'm going to do is very quickly get a thing up, so because there's going to be smaller places that I'm going to be uh, diving into uh, to name, which I will have to then remember the names of. So, <laughs> so let me just quickly do that. Um, yeah. So, um, so here, there's this island here, uh, and, and you can see this. By the way. Worth just saying, these are not. This is not the British Isles. No, incorrect. Uh, the this is the North Atlantic Archipelago. Uh, here is the large island, which is known as Great Britain. It has Wales, uh, England, and Scotland on it. Three countries um, unified under the single crown for stupid reasons. In Scotland's case, because it made itself bankrupt by trying to do its own colonialism, sort of serve Scotland right. Um, in Wales's reason, uh, because. Look at it, it just got gobbled up by England, you know what's going to happen. Anyway, uh, Ireland has a nice sea in the way, so uh, kind of escape this chaos for a while until we, uh, you know, invented the boat, uh, you know, and then and then attacked and then uh, starved them for a while and did a series of bad things. In any case, now, uh, here's lovely Ireland, and it's, uh, it's uh, a marvellous green and beautiful um, island, uh, beautiful country, uh, with some interesting railway history. Uh, not least, as people have alluded to, um, 
yeah, the better track gauge. <laughs> so yeah, the, the track gauge, rather than being four foot eight and a half inches, is five foot three inches or sixteen hundred millimeters. Wonderful sixteen hundred millimeter gauge, and um, various sort of slightly tongue in cheek assessments have. Um, it worked out that probably 1600 mil gauge is a better gauge than 1435 in terms of slight improvement in in stability um for only a marginal increase in 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 sort of uh, infrastructure width in terms of you know obviously it doesn't make any difference to the potential loading gauge but it just adds a little bit of additional stability who knows I, i'm inclined not to be too fast i don't think there's much difference but i do like 1600 millimeters as a you know what maybe 1500 would have been perfect but 1600 is a very neat sounding gauge so everything looks all the pictures of railways in in uh, in on ireland look as, as slightly weird to me because my eye is sort of set on 1435 so everything looks a bit the trains look a bit strange and everything looks a bit strange because of that um that slightly wider gauge um anyway so um there we are there's this 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 island look at it and it's 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 all very kind of atlantic coast battered fjord style over here and it's much flatter and, and more verdant uh on the and, and sort of uh, as you can see lots of fields this speckly fields everywhere lots of fields what's quite fun is it on the on this uh, satellite view is, is all this muddiness here that you can see um, with all these bits of large field uh, having been stripped look at it's beautiful some space anyway um, lots of lochs as well lakes I don't know why I said lochs because I'm Scottish lots of lakes um, actually I don't know what the uh, the Irish Gaelic is for, for loch uh, probably not dissimilar um, and uh, yeah there you go that's, that's the, the geography is pretty straightforward what's the population well Firstly, it's a, it's a big it's a big island. You know, it's much. You know, we were looking at Wales when we last did a proper network assessment. We were looking at Wales. Wales is pretty much smaller. Um, uh, Ireland's big. It's a big old place. The population of um, the whole island is about seven million, which is substantially bigger than Scotland. It's way bigger than you know. Wales has a population of about three million. Scotland's a population of about five million. Oh, it might have dropped a bit actually. Um, uh, Loch in, in in Gaelic. Yeah, nice. There we are. Thanks, Tony. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Gareth, as well. Um, possibly peat bogs. Yeah, peat, peat extraction. That that that's the vibe I was getting. But it, the thing is, it's is is that what I suppose that could be what it is. Anyway, it's it's really straight. I would have expected peat bogs to be further further west, but anyway, um, I I shows what I know. Population about seven million. So you know, bigger than Norway, bigger than quite a lot of countries actually. You know, it's a it's a large. It's it's not a small country, is what I want to say. As or rather, should I say, it's not a small island population wise. Uh, five million for Ireland puts it as a kind of a middling sized uh, small country. Um, but it's you know the the, the whole island relatively has a, has a pretty sizable population and and certainly justifies a well developed railway system, well a rail transport system. Um, so. Let us. Uh, there's more context to come, by the way. That's as as indeed we'll, we'll kind of some of the stuff we'll go through momentarily. So, here it is, and you can see rail network wise, uh, the north has uh, basically a, it's not quite a single rail line. It's it's got a single kind of regional rail line, and then there's some additional rail capacity kind of stuff that uh, runs around uh, Belfast. Uh, Dublin's got a pretty well developed urban rail network. Uh, it's still, I mean, you know, it's still under development. More more of that happening, um, and then it's got. Yeah, I wouldn't say an exhaustive rail network, but it's got a you know, reasonably... You know, the, the rail network exists. There is certainly a rail network. There is an, a reasonably well-developed intercity connection between Dublin and Cork. Um, uh, and the, the kind of there's, there's a little bit of suburban rail down in Cork. Cork, you know, pretty, again, pretty sizable city. In terms of the actual you know, scale of the settlements, Dublin 
um, has a, a kind of a, a, a the, the wider Dublin area um, has a population of about uh, a, a, you know over two million. So it's you know it's a sizable sizable population for comparison. Um, Belfast's kind of uh, urban area is like about six hundred thousand ish. So um, you know Dublin is a is, is a pretty big city. You know. Two million people in the, in the Greater Dublin area—that's that's a, that's a sizable chunk. Uh, the actual population of the city core is about six hundred thousand, which compares to, as I said, to Belfast, only about half that size. Um, Cork is about two hundred thousand, so uh, you know that's still pretty sizable. You know, on our on our uh, you know my categorization of uh, sizable cities that, that justify a decent rail link, then I say anything over a hundred thousand merits a, a, a decent decent connection. Um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, the, the the rail. Frustratingly, and we'll come to this momentarily. In fact, you know what? No, we'll save this until after the, the, my chunk conversations about you know what you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my miniaturized face in the top corner. Hello, everyone. I'm back. Hi, hi, hi. Um. So, the railways are run by uh, two organisations, both uh, state state organisations. Uh, Translink uh, Northern Ireland is a state rail operator, and Irish Rail, state rail operator, uh, south of the north. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, Irish Rail um, and uh, Translink are the two operators. And I think Irish Rail's got quite a good... I, I mean, I quite like everything that Irish Rail does. They've got, you know, they've got... I'm, I'm absolutely certain they're not perfect. Uh, at some point, we have to get... To, we'll get Tom on to to um, uh, to do a What's Wrong With uh, Irish Railways episode, Railways in, in Ireland. Um, but uh, uh, to, to, from my understanding is that it's a, they've got a pretty smart fleet. It's fairly well modernised. Uh, they've got an interesting mix of, of, of some push-pull stock and, and, and multiple units. There's bits of electrification. There's all of which I'm sure we're about to see in the, in the consultation documentation we're going to go through. Um, but we talk about population density because I think it's relevant. And let me just click uh, Control-P and get me uh, wiggly stick in. So the island is, you know, Ireland is populated. Um, it has obviously the, the kind of the dense population bits, uh, you know, Dublin, Belfast, Cork, uh, to, to uh, Limerick. Um, but actually on average, it's got a kind of medium population density. It's not... It's not super dense like uh, you know, like the Low Countries, but it's also not Northern Scotland. There's a, there's you know people sometimes have a view of, of Ireland as being this kind of empty, empty landscape with with no one living there. Although the reality is that's not the case. Actually, the population is quite quite substantially higher than the Scottish Highlands, for example, which are much lower, and and it's actually higher than than quite a bit of Wales as well. You know, um, Wales has is, is kind of substantially more depopulated in, in in kind of the mid Wales region. You know, away from the north and the south in Wales is much less populated than than most of of Ireland is. Ireland generally has a pretty, you know, a relatively much higher population density. Feel free to chuck questions on. By the way, hello everyone in the chat. Um, brown spots are bogs which have been stripped of peat. Uh, I was I, I was thinking that would be what it is. Um, there 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 are really cool old Irish rail logos. Uh, look them up, everyone. Uh, is that oh, old minute, old Irish rail logos? Are we going to be seeing some based uh, Irish? Oh, hello. Oh, yeah. oh, God. Oh, yes, I did know this one. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? Let's uh, let's get the old let's get, let's get the old Google up. Look, look at this. Okay, so this one I did remember this one, which is which is I like that very much for you know track reasons. That that's very nice. It's very nice indeed. Um, this one is is less interesting in honesty. It's it's, it's very graphic and stylized. I but. I, Bring return with a V to this. That that's very very nice. 
Uh, and then some of this sort of stuff is also that's it's pretty snazzy. It's not bad. I, I definitely prefer the 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 old one. You can see that the, there is the, the the kind of transition. Oh, that man, that's such a two thousands era logo. The IrishRail.ie one having having the the internet in it. Oh my goodness. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, is that a solid piece of twenty millimeter original IrishRail? That's interesting. Anyway. Um, I, I still I think that that's my that's my favourite. That's that's very very nice. Anyway, yeah, thanks thank, thanks for the tip. That that was fun. I enjoyed that. And and Anoniano, um, uh, uh, yes, the 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 word the Irish word for railways is essentially iron road. Yes, uh, I think that that um, if we flip back, iron iron road, iron, there. Uh, thanks, Martha. Anyway. So there are two documents that I should talk about. All our strategic rail review. We're going to talk about the. We're going to do, look at two documents. Um, uh, we're going to look at actually. We're going to look at this document both to start with and afterwards because it's going to introduce us to what the all hands strategic rail review is. Um, we're going to then dip into one of the documents that have come out of that process. That's that's kind of some of the, the kind of the context and policy, and then we're going to dive back into this document to look at some of the, the kind of the, the geographical context um um so that is the uh that's the general uh, the current one is the logo of a small town web design firm yes i would agree with that martha and um, so that that's what we're going to do we're going to have a look through it's kind of it's, it's kind of a page turn except that we've got some mapping stuff you know i i, I, I hinted at the fact that there are going to be some maps so we're going to repeat the whales process ish not quite as neatly but we're going to repeat the rail process um to uh the, the kind of the rail network process that we did in wales to develop a welsh railway map we're going to repeat that for for ireland and see kind of what it spits out and and, and what what we think as rail natter in terms of the the broad view that without the detail you know I, I you could obviously, obviously go into great detail of the specifics of, of of metro systems for dublin and belfast or certainly um you know a greater percentage of of, of uh, suburban system for 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 dublin certainly belfast certainly uh, cork yes uh, and indeed limerick you know to, to to a lesser extent but certainly limerick would justify having a uh, a tram system of some kind. Um, Dublin is a big enough, dense enough city to have. Well, Dart, it has Dart. The expansion of Dart is good. You know, I'm a big fan of Dart. So let's let's do that. Do chuck your questions. I'm going going to. Um, uh, I do need to get map men. Uh, there needs to be a crossover, doesn't there? You're right, Alex. There absolutely does. Um, let me uh, first of all just right click and go properties and click my mouse on to remember that that's a thing I need to do. Let's go for. So we're going to start with the All Land Strategic Review consultation paper. Now this was released way back uh, in uh, in November twenty one. So this is uh, this is from a while back, but there's a lot of useful context in here. So. Um, Here's the ministerial forward. Normally, I skip these things. Uh, in fact, uh, and yes, I, I'm kind of. I'm going to read a paragraph of it. Uh, the aim of this review and the evidence base that underpin that will underpin it is to show the trade-offs in outcomes against objectives for alternative network options, outlining a potential investment framework for the coming decades. This review will show the difference in network option outcomes that have clear blue water between them, ensuring stakeholders understand the impact of completing objectives of competing objectives to aid our decision making. Um, it's it's kind of looking at the that this review is kind of expanding on the commitments under the new decade new approach agreement to examine the feasibility of a high slash higher speed rail link between Belfast Dublin and Cork, and we'll look at ways to improve our current rail infrastructure, including the feasibility of high slash higher speeds and electrification, better networks to the northwest, 
and the role of rail in the efficient movement of goods. So it's a, it's a broad look at, at, at regional transport. So this isn't looking at the suburban uh, and urban transport. This is looking at the regional uh, interconnectivity and what, what the network should look like um, as a result. So... Um, so yeah, that's some interesting. So that's that's kind of so that's that's the context. But let's first of all uh, look briefly at the context and policy pack to see if there's anything interesting we can pull out here, because uh, there's a lot of information here. Um, uh, so the uh, introduction, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna this. This is there's lots of paper, lots of bits here. Um, so the strategic policy context. Um, so there's a deal. The new decade, new approach deal uh, was about trying attempted to restore the devolved government in Northern Ireland. Um, focusing on better public services, that's you know still Northern Ireland is an absolute uh, basket case at this point from a, from a governmental point of view. Uh, screw you, DUP, etc., etc., etc. Brexit's messed everything up, and basically the UK doesn't care. You know the the core UK doesn't care. Westminster does not care about Northern Ireland. They'd probably rather Northern Ireland didn't just wasn't around. Um, it's just you know it's an inconvenience to them. Um, yeah, so there's, there's already there's already some good discussions going on in the in the chat. I hope, by the way, everyone, actually, you know what? Uh, I'm I'm going to do a quick poll. Start a poll. Um, uh, uh, are you Irish? Question mark. Uh, and I'm going to say, did. Are you Irish? Yes, no. Start poll. There we go. Let's let's see. So people who are watching this who are uh, Irish, I'm curious to see what number of people. Uh, can I full screen the screen? Uh, I, I uh, yeah, I could full screen the screen. Yeah, couldn't I? There we are. Is that? Oh, no, that's not worked. Let me just uh, zoom to page level there. That'll work. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Um, thanks, Gareth. Good point. I can do that. Uh, so this is the kind of the, there's, there's some policy context. There's this useful document for some of this context, uh, and there's lots of stuff, kind of regional stuff going on, and and kind of various action plans. Some of them go, going way back. So clearly, there's a lot of context. National investment frameworks for transport. There's all this context. There's a policy framework here showing Project Island 2040, which is a, a good principle. And then with a load of strategies feeding into it, and then the, the Northern Irish policy framework, which is you know less because they're the UK and the UK is a a, a, a dump. Um, should have made three options: Northern Ireland, Ireland, and no. Oh, maybe I can still do that. Uh, oh, you know what? I'll, I will I will do that because uh, it'll just be interesting to know. Uh, I'm going to do another one. Add option. Uh, are you from? Uh, Ireland, Northern Ireland, not Ireland, none of the above. There we are. Let's do that. That's better. Good point. We have the we have the technology to have a three poll thing. So uh, let's do just that. Uh, lovely. Uh, thanks, uh, Knucker. You're right. That's a, a better way to do things. So, right. Okay. So, this policy framework. Fine. We can we can talk. And they talk about you know, some discussion of decarbonisation and, and commitments there, network connectivity, uh, accessibility, sustainable, all the standard stuff you'd expect to see. Uh, and then, of course, the, the value for money investment. Sorry, Ireland. We've given you treasury brain. Um, uh, so, conclusions. Strategic policy context. Um, both jurisdictions are working to reduce the carbon emissions associated with travel, manage travel demands, and grow the mode share of sustainable transport options like public transport, walking, and cycling. The important role that public transport plays in delivering on the identified societal outcomes for both jurisdictions is recognised. Okay, very gentle 
discussion there. Um, weaknesses. Challenges in justifying investment and identifying funding sources. Yeah. This is one of the problems of being in the euro is that uh, you no longer have a sovereign currency and you can't borrow as easily, nearly as easily, to invest in capital infrastructure. Uh, good reason not to be in the euro. Uh, not a showstopper, but a good reason. Um, goals and objectives. Okay, fine. So let's, let's continue whizzing through. So there's this consultation outcome. There's been a consultation that we're going to look at the warm-up report for. Um, so that pub public consultation has happened. Um, lots of people uh, kind of coming through. Varying levels of engagement with the consultation. Fine. They've got about 7,000 uh, responses um, through, the, through the website. Fine. Um, I, so there we are. So there's, interestingly, a lot of responses from, um, like a lot, a lot of responses from up in Donegal, Tyrone, and, and uh, Fermanagh. Uh, the, the the kind of that that top corner it's just strange not as much from the cities really bizarre concentration lots in Cork as well it's really straight clearly not a very good advertising of that consultation damn uh, anyway um yeah uh, right so there's there's uh, you can as I say there's there's loads of pages in here this is, we're not going to talk about this consultation engagement because we're actually going to use mostly use the consultation engagement oh, Derry London Derry is the who's Derry engaging substantially with uh, the <laughs> discussions of people from Derry clearly want better rail connections, but also Cork, Donegal. Um, did, yeah, interesting. Limerick, not so much, which is really strange. West, generally mentioned a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Consultations have mixed. Uh, it's important that they should happen, but also, uh, yeah, um, it's it's very strange. They have no trains, is basically why they're engaging with it. They're saying, "Yeah, give us train. We want train. Give us train." You know, that's quite reasonable. Um, fine. Um, weaknesses. Oh, fine. Lack of reliability due to short notice delays. Lack of network coverage and connectivity clearly felt by the public and stakeholder respondents. Eighty-five percent indicate the need for greater network provision and regional inequity. Inequity uh, was cited as well as strong mention of the northwest. Well, there you go. As you're saying in the chat, everyone, uh, yeah, the northwest vigorously mentioning that they they don't have anything. West and north, yeah, they don't have anything. Okay, fine. So that's a key contest. I wonder how that'll play with the way that I've developed the network map. I wonder. Because the, the way that we develop that network map isn't the be-all and end-all, of course. You know, Just looking at population centers isn't the only way to develop a, a map. But also, from a carbon perspective, we don't necessarily want... You know, I, I do want to expand existing population centers because that's the most carbon-efficient way for us to continue our society. Uh, so, yeah. So, right, there's lots of discussion of oh, the rail passenger. And, uh, this is standard, standard human engagement stuff, like all the different people who might travel and how they deal with things and blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, fine. Uh, the difference between uh, from 1960 to, to 2020 of the urban versus the rural populations. We have an urbanizing population, standard for this kind of country. Uh, this map we'll, we'll bring again. This is the um, population density map. So you can see not much in the fringes, but, you know, clumps in dairy, Obviously, Belfast, Dublin, uh, Galway is a decent-sized uh, place. Uh, I don't know, that's my first trip to Ireland, just going to Galway. Um, uh, Cork. Uh, actually, was it or was it Sligo? God damn, I can't remember which one was first. Anyway, um, it's it's all it's all very lovely. Uh, strongly recommend um, going to Ireland. It's just a very very beautiful place. Um, yes, uh, and yeah, Cork, a decent 
The Limerick and Cork also are decent kind of clumps of, of, of population density. And you can see the rail network and the way the rail network kind of maps onto that. And to be honest, it maps onto it weirdly. It doesn't really make a huge amount of sense. It's classic and doesn't make any sense railway network in that why is it going... What what's the, the the connection to Limerick, for example, is rubbish. Like that doesn't that to me it looks like a, an afterthought type rail network. Um, yeah. Uh, so okay, lots of stuff to so that's like land cover and the, the kind of what we described. So the northwest, there's the northeast, there's the east, there's the Irish Midlands, the southeast, the southwest, the Midwest, and the west. That's our island is the Midwest. It happens to the best of us. The North Midlands there. Um, Everyone's got to have a, everyone's got to have a Midlands in some capacity. So you can see the urban, the big focus of the urban areas. You know, suddenly, this is a really nice map for showing kind of, and I think this map appears later as well. Uh, you can see that the Derry does really appear quite, quite, uh, quite vividly, but so does Coleraine, um, uh, Belfast, obviously Dublin in a big way, and quite a long urban corridor along the that kind of uh, the, the Cork corridor down towards uh, Cork. There's a decent population along that route as well. Uh, Limerick. Uh, and and then a bit you know Waterford also sizable sizable chunk there so lots of character okay key characteristics fine major cities uh, yeah so you got like the, the the total population so um, yeah Dublin city and suburbs interestingly they've they've got showing slightly different numbers because as ever with, with stats it depends where you draw your dotted line. Um, yeah, so uh, do keep checking your feedback, by the way. Um, uh, particularly, An uh, Anoniano, uh, do send in your thoughts. Hannah Googliffe, hello. Uh, yeah, I'd uh, I'd be give us all train if I were in their position. Uh, some, you know, we're talking about summer. There's some Somerset discussions going on. There's a reason for Donegal Airport, says Philip Branco. Well, indeed. Um, so, so, so these cities. So, worth maybe just having a think about the cities. So, Dublin uh, predicted population in 2040 about one and a half, about 1.4 million. Belfast. Saying three three hundred forty six thousand, uh, mm, yeah, okay. The broader area is larger than that, but fine. Cork City and suburbs three hundred thousand in twenty forty, Limerick hundred forty thousand, uh, Derry hundred fifty thousand, uh, Galway um, hundred twenty thousand, and Waterford about eighty one thousand. So um. Yeah, interesting. So a couple of these cities will jump above our hundred thousand threshold in theory by twenty forty. So, you know, uh, chuck Galway into the into the mix and see what that does. But at the moment, I, I've I've modelled the existing populations. Um, and there's a big wall of text. Who put this? Was it was, Arab? Was it you put Arab? Arab. What what page? That's forty eight. Uh, cover your eyes. I'm about to flick through some pages. If you're uh, photosensitive. Uh, do, 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 do. It's an Arab. Arab put this room. Arab. What is? What is the state of this report? It's really messy. Do a better job, guys. Come on. Put together on the cheap. Oh, it doesn't take much to just go through and bloody uh, both sides justify your text and generally make it more readable. Don't leave a wall of text as well. What is this? Go oh, messy. You could do little graphics showing where the city, you know, what the city shape is or something. There's so much nicer things you could do. Come on, Arab. You're supposed to be the you're supposed to be the snazzy Apple versus everyone else consultants. Do do better. Arab. Slap wrists. Um, anyway, uh, right, so here we go. There's some supply of rail services at settlements. So there's some, I presume these are the, kind of the, the stations. Um, and then there, there's no stations. So this is kind of a bit of a, a bit of the, you know, the postcode distance to railway uh, map, but, but smaller um, per settlement rather than per postcode area. This is quite interesting. Um, lots of blue for everything's miles away. 
Right, so I don't want to dwell on this report too long. I'll go through, flick through. What else is there? We've seen this before. That's fine. Oh, yeah, the airports. So, yeah, you've got airports. Um, yeah, down. You've, you can see that the airports at the fringes, obviously, um, but all, you know, up in Don, you know, like Don County, Donegal, and, and, but then the major airports as well. Uh, Waterford has a port. Um, uh, actually, that's a port, not an airport. The, the, the the, the airport's north of Killarney, isn't it? Um, anyway, lots of discussion of all sorts of stuff here. Strengths, this really weird way to structure. I have to say, sorry, Art, this is a bad report. It doesn't. It's not nicely structured. It doesn't make a huge amount of sense. Um, so here's some nice stats. So the island of Ireland currently has two and a half thousand, two thousand three hundred kilometers of public rail lines, um, of which about two thousand are operated um, by uh, uh, Irish Rail um, and uh, the rest by Northern by uh, Northern Ireland Railways, uh, of which they brand are branded Translink, or vice versa. Actually, Translink runs Northern Ireland Railways. Forgive me. Um, there are approximately twenty rail corridors. Okay, so kind of twenty rail lines, corridors, sort of thing. Uh, three existing rail freight services across the network. Um, oh dear, three. It's not very much, is it? That that, that more of that needs to happen. And methinks. Um, this is quite interesting as he struggles to suppress a massive yawn. That's that's the sort of thing that you can send to win your competition entry, um, uh, to win things that I'm going to tell you about at the end of the episode. So right, let's 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 keep cranking through this. So rail infrastructure. So there's, there's, there is some ten T infrastructure here, and it's it's runs from, uh, well ironically the, uh, the the border with the UK uh, down to or the border with Northern Ireland rather down to uh, down to Dublin uh, through Limerick Junction down to Cork, uh, and then up through. Limerick to to Foynes and the and the, the the port there, so that's the ten T uh, uh, kind of network. So the, the the kind of the EU, you know, the Trans European Trans Transport Network um, lines there, um, and connecting up to Belfast uh, as originally it was, um, and you can see some of the electrification on the network. There's um, not much that is electrified. Bits of the suburban core essentially, and that's that's it. Um, we're gonna yeah we're gonna keep gonna keep running through so there's also that there's the map with all the disused stuff as well and 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 the removed stuff you can see there's a much more dense rail network in the north uh, that has just essentially totally disappeared hence perhaps why you get some therefore quite visible ex railway lines that give people lots of uh, visions of grandeur about what they might be able to get out of the rail network um, and uh, and then kind of less down in 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 the republic you know down in Ireland but. It's kind of a useful map to show you kind of what's what's going on where the um, the disused stuff is interesting, particularly the stuff going up the west coast. <clears throat> I've been involved in. Wait, where is, is that document somewhere? The Atlantic Railway Corridor. Yes, the. You know, I had a hand in developing this document, which I'm getting. Where's Big Face? I had a hand in it and input it into this thing. Uh, look, it's the Atlantic Railway Corridor. Uh, an appraisal. Uh, inputting into oh, the bottom's a bit dented from it coming over. Uh, I'm still out of Guinness actually. Um, yeah, I inputted into various bits of this uh, document um, to review costs of certain elements of infrastructure. Uh, oh yeah, talking of which, weirdly enough, they they included it, but I didn't embed the fonts. So uh, it's look, look, it's uh, permanent rail engineering. Hooray! Uh, doing some stuff. Uh, the few various things that I did with it before I kind of wound it up. Um, yeah, some some information about costs and preliminaries that I've reviewed, um, had some comments on. Uh, there we go. Yeah, I was the independent cost checker among among other things. Um, 
It's funny what sort of things I get up to. So let's put this up here. So I've had some input into bits of Irish Rail, and I continue to be excited about doing more of that because uh, I have an excuse to go over there and say hello to everyone. So, right, speed limits, uh, slow, <laughs> slow. Uh, the subsection is a 100-mile-an-hour railway, but, but so, you know, there is some infrastructure, but it's, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's lots of maps in this bit. You know, you can go through... Da, 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 da. We're gonna we're gonna whiz through this. This gives oh this is a better one. This gives an idea of rail services per day per direction, um, and you can see the density of service in and around uh, around Dublin, and then much lower frequencies. Um, uh, so the the main intercity route is indeed Dublin Cork. That's that's that kind of chief corridor. Um, you know some reasonable services to to Galway, less to Sligo. Uh, you know much fewer, much less frequency, and Tralee to the the same as well. Um. And in fact, this map has service frequencies. This, this, this table, this, this, there's lots of good information here. Um, oh, there's some punctuality. Dublin and Cork, less punctuality. Interesting. Uh, good punctuality for, for uh, Cove and Cork, Cork and Middleton. So Cork actually has a fantastic suburban railway network, apparently. Uh, very, very effective running service. Very nice. Oh, I'm still big face. Oh, God. I always do this, don't I? Everyone shout at me. Sorry. Yes. Here we are. Look, I was just showing you some stuff. When, uh, big face, big face, big face, big face, big face, big face. Yeah, nice. There's another nicer version of the rail review, which I thought was new. So this is just the, like, um, yes, thanks. Sorry, I'm here. You've, you've, I've fixed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Everyone, your chat's behind. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, what I need is what I need is a, a rigged up system so you can electrocute me if uh, you can electrocute me <laughs> when I'm not. When I'm on not on big face, everyone in the audio only. You don't care. You've been getting the podcast as as per normal. Sorry. Oh dear. Um, you're on this one, weren't you? So what? What have we got? We've got speed limits. There are. You can see the speeds down to Cork. You've got um, level crossings per kilometer. It's kind of fun, uh, which is quite good actually. That it's, this, you could do some of this mapping for the for for GB. It'd be quite good. Um, uh, yeah. There's this. Per kilometer, up, up more than one uh, level crossing per kilometer on on the the line to Bellina and to, down to uh, uh, between Limerick and, and is, is that Ballybrophy? I'm, I'm not sure. My pronunciations of some of these places might might be um, poor. I can only apologise. Uh, shout at me vigorously uh, on that point. Um, uh, Sakura saying it's nice to see these next hundred episodes. Hundred episodes will continue the quality standard set by the previous two hundred. Absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't have it any other way, right? Um, right. So. Okay, let's let's hammer through. Service quality was quite good. I was enjoying this uh, the, the the this map. The rail services per day per direction map was one I was re enjoying a lot. It's very nice. And then we got all the services per day. We got the punctuality. There you are. You can you can see this. Um, this is nice. So I I create these for um, different. I've used the, this this tool and I find it very useful. Um, it's also useful when you pair it with a percentage benefit, but the, this is nice because you can see the extremes of what's rubbish and what's good. So, you know, where where road is road and then rail is just shocking. And rail should, you should strive for rail to always be quicker than car. Not always possible, but that should be the base point is rail and car, at least rail should be the same or quicker than car. Um, uh, so that's a good table to show you, you know, for example, so going to Cork, uh, driving from Dublin to Cork takes about three hours, takes two and a half hours on the train. Train wins. Um, so you can see, yeah, so this is, 
I would change the colors of this to shout. I would change this to be shouting whether it's relative. Yes, yeah, like going from Waterford to Derry, Londonderry is five hours in the car and uh, 10 hours by rail. That's rubbish. So they're clearly not great. Um, interchange, number of connections, other public transport services. Okay, so loads of, uh, let's see. Oh, costs is quite interesting. Uh, rail generally. Yeah, so this is interesting because they're showing that the, 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 the overall costs... Uh, yeah, it's rail pretty cheap. Walk-up fare is a bit higher, but there's online fares that are cheaper. Rail fairly consistently cheap as a way to travel, which is uh, that's not that's not the case. Rail not always the cheapest to travel. Oh, this is bus, bus showing super cheap as well. Yeah, that again. I would be the colours don't make any sense. What Arab? What are you doing? Anyway. Um, fine. We're going to... Okay, this is looking at road traffic and understanding road traffic and, and how that can be. AADT is, is vehicles, you know, average, uh, what is it, annual average daily traffic. Um, we use the same measure in, in, the, in the UK. Um, it's, a good, it's a good data set to show where you should have railways uh, because you have the high density. But you can see, you know, urban density, everything's busier as you get closer to the urban cores. Um and okay, so we're we're gonna. I, I am gonna fly through this now. Given the, 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 the okay, fine. Da, 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 fine. There's this. There's there's more. There's more. There's more. There's more. Uh, there we go. Let's let's escape this. There's lots of data. Fine, 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 fine. We don't need to go into this super detailed. What's this, this, what is this one? Uh, potential strategic real network. But okay, fine. Da, 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 whatever. Next steps. Fine. So this this is the, this is part of the the final thing, but it isn't the final thing. It's not showing us what they propose. Let's get rid of that, and let us talk about... Uh, let's go to the All-Ireland Strategic Rail Review, the consultation paper. So we're jumping back in time a bit now. Um, we're jumping back in time very specifically because we want to talk about... We've kind of covered a lot of this, so we're going to not dwell on it. So we've got the rail network coverage population density. Um, what's nice about this is they've done a bit more zooming in. This has shown us kind of what the, what the, what the rail network kind of looks like um, in, in and around uh, Belfast, the population density, likewise in Dublin, uh, and again in Cork, uh, kind of showing how the rail network contracts with it. Um, uh, freight services to Navan, at Navan, uh, possibly share track with passenger services between Dublin and Drogheda. Uh, before continuing to Na uh, Navan or Navan, I, I'm just not familiar. I, I haven't talked enough about some of the secondary places on, in Ireland. Sometimes, anyway, it's partly because I'm applying Scottish brain to them. And then I think, oh, no, am I applying Scottish brain to Irish place names? Does that, does that make sense? Um, hmm. Anyway. Now, this is interesting and wasn't in the previous thing, and I like this. This is travel to work data, and this is talking about modal share. So it's thinking about modal share, and you can basically, the red is rail. I know this is small. I don't want to zoom in too much, because yeah, but you can see rail. Rail's modal share is hopeless. Bus, pretty good. But actually, car, just for the most part, by the way, the dark car is uh, just a single occupant driver. And for most people, that's... It's over 50% is single occupancy cars for the way people travel. That's bad. This is very bad. Very, very bad. Uh, I don't know why I did a bad. Very bad. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. There we go. That's better. I need to get into You've got to occupy the mind of the Trump before you do the, the Trump voice. Um, you can see in, 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 in Dublin where there is good infrastructure, you have a chunkier lump of um, of rail commuting mode share. Um 
so these, these kind of colors here show what percentage of people commute by rail. Um, and unfortunately, the, the, the darkest color is still only about 7%. So not great. Um, so that's I, I like that graph. That's a useful one. Uh, passengers at rail stations, you can see, again, as you'd expect, high-density uh, sur uh, suburban areas have high ridership. Um, fine. Uh, more bus usage, which is fine, but regional buses are being used because they're cheap, not because they're the best system. Um, yeah, really bad model share in Ireland, absolutely. Uh, I pronounced Drahada wrong. Uh, uh, someone, uh, someone, Navin, oh, thanks, Tony. Someone uh, write how um, you would pronounce Drahada. Uh, t t do it. Someone, do it. T t transliterate, like, like spell out in words. Go on, Donald. Um, thank you. Right. Uh, car distance trends. Uh, potentially there's fewer people. People travel less distance in Northern Ireland. That's presumably because of the, the demographic. And actually, people on average are poorer in Northern Ireland than they are in um, the Republic of Ireland. That would be my guess as to why there's that difference um, in annual distance travel between North and South. Um, Drogheda. Ah, oh, Drogheda. Oh, that'll do it. Sorry, Drogheda. Yeah. Apologies. That would make more sense, actually, given the spelling. Um, yeah, Oshin. Oshin is saying, uh, yeah, draw like drop, hair like bread, and uh, like there's a heart. YouTube has put a heart in the way of the end. Breath. Uh, hair like breath. Yeah, yeah, draw, 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 head. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Thanks for correcting me. Um, uh, Different. So here's the travel times by different modes again, um, and this is a bit cleaner. I say this is a bit cleaner. You can see um, this is they've they've done a better job of of, of showing um, what works. Again, I'd have put green under rail on rail if it beats drive. Um, but they've, they've, it's, it's round about equal for driving and, and taking the train. Um, and then that's the end of the consultation paper. So this this, this so basically on the two papers that I've just put up, um, you can grab. Um, you can grab. Oh, people are saying no. People are shouting. Uh, Donegal. Uh, people are shouting. Interesting. Oh, there's now expansive. <laughs> now people in Ireland are now uh, battling over um what <laughs> differences in pronunciation. That's fine. Um, let's. Let's, let's get the map up. There we go. Right. So population places. So we have Belfast, Dublin, Limerick, Cork. Um, we also have uh, the towns that are 50 to 100,000. So the smaller places. We have Waterford. We have Galway. We have... Right, this is going to test me. Can I remember the other the ones in Northern Ireland there? So Derry up there. And then we have... Ooh, ooh, what do we have? We have um, Newton Abbey, Bangor... Sorry... Bangor, yes. I have a, a very good friend of mine from uh, who grew up in Bangor. Um, and, oh, well, the last bit, this place is, I think, is it, is it Lisburn? Is this Lisburn, this small place? I don't have any metadata because it, unlike these ones down here, the Welsh ones, which I've come from a data set, so I can go, oh, where's this? And it'll tell me. Question mark, it'll tell me. Will it tell me? No, it won't tell me. I... Surprised that I'm not getting any 
metadata through there it is there we go yeah um no metadata in these because they're just dots that i've dropped in i'm afraid they're just dots and pins um is it lisburn everyone map map time uh is lisburn thank you good uh there we are uh, i am i am worthy of uh, hosting a podcast for you and then um lots of smaller places i've not done the five to ten k places because it's too small and i'm not convinced i've done every single place 10 to 50k but there's lots of 10 to 50k places which you can't quite see uh so clear in fact you know what i'm gonna just quickly uh what is that 140 i'm just gonna quickly put that as uh as this to make you know what let's do it as, as like a crazy yellow let's do it as a yellow there so no, i did the wrong one lol uh the this one here 150 we're gonna make it two for a moment there we go so you can see all the, these these little yellow dots are the the places that are still you know sizable towns you know you zoom in on any of these places they're kind of pretty sizable towns um uh and uh it's a sizable town that certainly merits a a, a a a fixed infrastructure connection ideally rail uh, some of them are on a nice straight line some of them are not uh so that's that's all that fine good grand Doo -doo -doo -doo. So, as per the, the 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 Welsh rail map, if you remember the Welsh rail map, we looked at the same thing. We looked at uh, areas of, of varying sizes of population, and we could see that uh, with connectors, I don't know, shoot me Fox, but you could, the connectors down it was Cardiff to Newport to Swansea. Then you got the the increase in you know, the small, slightly smaller places. You then had a slightly more complex network. Again, you did repeat the same thing again, and then again, and it showed where the it allowed us to see where the the north south connection should be that made sense, and the same is true for um for ireland so if we uh select our 100k plus connectors this is basically the answer for what should the high-speed rail network look like um and uh so, so you can see that we should have uh belfast to dublin is an obvious connection that's just an obvious uh, absolutely obvious uh, connection um what's the 10 to 50 to the east of galway oh uh good question um i can't remember that this i wish i had metadata because i'd be able to answer these questions so belfast dublin then dublin to my mind you'd i know the existing main line goes to limerick junction and down to cork but it makes sense to have a single high-speed line that connects those four cities like that that's my feeling is geographically that would make you know, maybe more challenging, you know, geographically, but in terms of having a sensible rail network, that's what you do. But let's see what happens when you add the 50 to 100k. Something gets a bit more complicated because, oh, by the way, uh, some of these are obviously quite, you know, these these connectors are quite long, so you know that that might make less sense than going that way. But you know, for example, do you actually at that point do something like that, and actually that's your regional connective, that's your network, and you have a two prong network? Uh, certainly not. In fact, let's switch off the. 100k connector yeah is that a situation where actually you do you know do you do something like either this or this you know that's it becomes a, a question of which makes sense operationally but then i'd say well no because you do need to have a connection between between cork and limerick so you know is 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 that the right solution well no because i'd say then no the whole point is that you also connect so this becomes your so then you the thing is do you then get a bit of redundancy in your in your certainly in your Irish rail network at that point. So that, you know, that, that is the slightly more complex intercity network that makes more sense. Um, 
so then let's drop that and go for the 10k to 50k. So obviously this is a much more dense mesh and this is showing, so for this one, unlike the previous two, this one I've deleted any connectors that are longer than 100 kilometers. Uh, it's what I did for the Scotland rail network, I think as well. And likewise, the Welsh one, I deleted any connectors that were longer than 100k. And obviously this is not every single connection to every single connection. This is a, a kind of a triangular mesh, um, kind of broadly showing where you have a density of connectivity. Um, and, and it kind of shows, it, the, the good thing about this is it does sort of show what the corridors ought to look like. Um, you suddenly start seeing that there is, obviously you, know, you have a, a coastal, suddenly the coastal network make, makes a lot of sense. Um, um, a lot of people, are, obviously obviously the, the fixed connection, <laughs> uh, obviously our preferences. What was, what, was my, what was my preference for the for the connection? I think it was the North Wales route, wasn't it? This was my, was my preference for the connections. Actually, the connection from Dublin across is the best the best connection from from Ireland to to Wales to to Great Britain. Yeah, that's uh, that is what I reckon. Um, in any case, suddenly you get this mesh, and you can see that uh, the northwest ought to have railways in it. I think that's there's anything that's above ten thousand, any population, any place with a population of more than ten thousand should have a, a railway connection. Um, means putting a bit of work in. So that's that's what the that's what our kind of what, what would you describe that? It looks kind of like a a bloated blackbird, doesn't it? Um, this this kind of rail network. Um, so that's uh. Very yeah, yeah exactly. This, this this connecting point is like everything goes goes through. Actually, where is where, where will that be? Right, go on, go. On, I should have just got Google Maps up. Google Maps. Uh, there we go. We're going. Actually, you know what? Sod Google Maps. We're going for open railway map. Yeah. So the place we're talking about is doo, 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 doo. that pinch point is. I'll be able to tell you as soon as I see it. Uh, yeah. Dundalk. That's what that looks to, looks to be is that what that is? Oh, open railway map with its slightly strange um zoom functionality uh, there draheda um also there anyway right let's 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 all tab back to back to here so fine that's where that's where that pitch point is let us map the um yeah oh, newry people are saying newry yeah, maybe it is newry actually um i wish i had the metadata i'm so sorry anyway right let us do the last thing, which is switch on the existing rail network to see what that looks like. So if we put on the existing rail network and compare it to the kind of the full dense mesh, you start seeing kind of in some ways where the rail network makes sense and in other ways where it doesn't make much sense. Um, I think the main thing that strikes me, if we switch off, if we kind of look at the main dense network, you could see that there's a complete vacuum in rail connectivity. Um, uh, up in the up in the north, it's just a complete lack of it. What's interesting though is there is a rail connection that would provide that would provide you a second through connect. If you were to build the rail network up in the north, the existing network currently provides you a connection. Um, is that like going up to Sligo? Isn't it? it currently provides. In fact, it was Sligo that was the first place I went to. Of course, it was. Um, and we travelled all over the place, and it was marvellous. Um, in fact, there's some lovely beaches we went and visited. I digress. The um, you could definitely... It was a wedding in Sligo, actually. Uh, oh, goodness. I'm highly distracted. The point I was going to make is, actually, that would then connect and give you a second connection around the island. So what's interesting is that that exists and you shouldn't get rid of it. So if any future network could become more interesting as a result. Although it wouldn't give you a complete West Coast connection, which is, I think, even my network suggests that it's difficult to 
on a population basis only, you end up with a very long um, bit of node between smaller population centers. Let's on top of this, let's drop the. Let's just look at the fifty to one hundred k and think about what this network bit looks like. This Limerick Junction. So you can see the main line. In fact, if we then overlay the the hundred k, you can see that the hundred k main line uh, doesn't entirely make any sense. And because there's not, you know, there isn't a connection between Cork that does other than at Limerick Junction. Limerick Junction looking. Isn't it weird? Look at this. Just nothing. Nothing but the junction, the railway junction. Very strange. It's like George Mass. Um, I would suggest that you would possibly make use of the existing network going into Dublin and then branch off and create a new high-speed line that goes to Limerick and then south to Cork. That would be my aspiration. Um, Ennis Gillian is missing from the smallest data set. I can believe that. Um, West Coast Connection is being cleared at the moment. Yes, partly because of my thing behind me, you know. Atlantic Railway Corridor. There's other other things that have inputted into clearing the West Coast uh, Corridor. Um, so I think that's what the intercity connection should look like. The, the, the Belfast Dublin's obvious. We don't even need to spend any time looking at that. Um, other than possibly me getting up some fun. Uh, let's just briefly get some fun up to provide you some entertainment. Where are we? Projects 2050. Um, there we go. Just going to bring up a thing to to provide you entertainment. Um, Limerick Junction should become a big city in normal world. No, I just I think what you do is uh, you don't, don't you just that doesn't matter. <laughs> it stops being you you route the high speed line at, in a different way. That's that's the way to deal with that. Um, I'm going to very briefly uh, point out what the actually I probably want to do. You know what, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And uh, coastal world. There we are. We've got we've got CAD in action right now, uh, and we're going to switch off. So all off except uh, this lot because I do have. Oh, it's a different projection. That's not much use, is it? I've got my map projections are all different. That's to SGV thirty six, and this is to uh, the, the 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 Irish transverse projection. Boo! Uh, that's something to fix later. I will. Uh, just get rid of that and show you the thing in a separate model. CAD fails. There we are. Everyone, uh, always think about your projections. Not <laughs> um, a line following the East Coast. Seems a long way around going via uh, Limerick. Uh, the thing is, not. I, I do think you prioritize connecting the core cities. It doesn't make sense not to do that. Um, I'm going to drag this over here and we can very briefly look at. There we are. Look. This is what the high-speed network would look like between uh, Belfast and uh, Dublin. Uh, spoiler alert for the episode where I show you the future high-speed network. But you'll notice at this point I was just doing Belfast-Dublin, so I now need to think about uh, extending this to connect uh, the other direction as well, which uh, gets into geography I know less well. So uh, that's a spoiler alert for future episodes. In any case, that, that the, the fiddlier bit is what you do about the, the mid-sized cities. So if you start including... Um, you know, basically, I mean, basically, what is there extra on that? Derry, and for the most part, it's just Derry and Galway get added to that, and and, um, and Waterford. At which point, you kind of go, well, actually, what should you do about this? Do you want to make the connection between the line that runs through, you know, what is it, uh, Wicklow and other places on this coast? Do you want to make the connection this way because that's a higher density route? 
Um, so you actually sweep in some of that higher density as well as, or do you want to, or do you leave that route separate? Because then you, you know, there's a real struggle for capacity on some of these lines that are single track uh, over here. You know, a single track line that that's actually crying out for more suburban capacity. Um, you know, capacity enhancements happening uh, further south and and such. So, do, is it better to actually rely on the existing urban connections, but then you've got you know messy turnbacks and and bits of messy network? Uh, this this line becomes difficult. It becomes difficult to make work um, without substantial new infrastructure. So I, yeah, exactly what you'd then do to create that route. You know, if if, if this, then you, you would actually... Basically, I think that the existing network is not bad on that front. I think the big obvious gaps are um, uh, Cork to Waterford, I think is a big gap. I think that merits uh, a, a connection, and then you could have, doing that. You'd then get an alternative diversion route into Dublin, which has has value, particularly if you're thinking about expanding freight. Um, and uh, and then yeah, connectivity that, that does actually essentially exist between you know okay, it's not great, and let's let's talk about the direction of this lack of cord here going from uh, from Galway down to Limerick. Um, there's there's lots of the stations in the in the in these. Um, the, the the big towns and cities across the island, the, the uh, across Ireland have weird turnbacks and, and and strange cord arrangements. It's it's all it's all a bit odd. Uh, some of some of which ought to be fixed. Um, uh, oh, people. Were, so annoyingly, I wanted to reference in my high speed line to show you what the route looks like uh, onto this, but can't because of. Uh, I'm not going to try and get the CAD to work because projection's a bit of a nightmare. I, I need to reproject. Uh, Oh, can I do it? No, I'm not going to do it now. I'll maybe create an image and then share it on the Discord server so you can all come in and have a look at that. Um, uh, the current route to Waterford actually has many large towns and is relatively high quality. Current route to Waterford. Yeah, I could back up there. So you see, good, lots of ta big towns. What These two, really, weirdly, the railway is not in... Why is the railway there and not here? That's a bit strange. So that's, again, a thing that I would potentially consider fixing. One of the things with, the pop with, with a... a, a on a line like this is that actually this you're just creating a direct um high speed line in the vein of of direct high speed lines in in europe where it is dedicated high speed possibly isn't the most effective way to spend that money you might actually create a line that is that picks out key regional centers in the in, in, in the intermedium and also runs as a, as a mixed traffic line i know that i often say segregation segregation but actually when i say mixed traffic i don't mean mixed passenger traffic particularly other than uh you know, long distance high speed and long distance regional but i also mean running freight you know running electric freight on it for a country like ireland i i would say you know there's there's value in in thinking about you know it's not just a straight unlike the uk where you have an obvious need for high speed segregation it's a bit more like i was talking about in wales where actually the new north south main line in wales would be a more like an austrian style you know or swiss style main line where you um have a a, a decent density of, of of mixed traffic but with very high quality signaling um, and electrification, so that you can maximise capacity on 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 those lines, you, you wouldn't run them as you wouldn't have any single track sections. You would have it fully electrified, and you'd have well, if you're building this new, it would be you know uh, ETCS level three. So there's there's lots of very interesting uh, conversations going on in the chat with Dart Plus on the way. What do you think would help with capacity most on lines if needed? I mean. The challenge of you know Dart Plus using up existing infrastructure is is that you lose the capacity for for regional uh, routes and and vice versa. So so Dart to, to the best of its ability, Dart Plus should be making the most of of um, or uh, let's just let's let's put it a different way. Managing 
Dark Plus is going to have a hard time managing some of the interface between some of its local routes, the, the longer distance local routes, or longer distance rural routes versus the, for example, the, the one that runs down the, the East Coast um, versus kind of some of the long distance services. And likewise, if you if you start bringing some of the, um, the, the some of the stuff on the, the northern, you know, north of Dublin on the East Coast into Dart, then again, you have a clash with, 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 with existing services, which is tricky to do without steel. Steel fundamentally is the... Is the, is the way that you get over that capacity conflict. So it's, it's going to be a hard time. I'm not saying it's impossible, and, and, and the densities that we're talking about aren't the same as the UK in terms of capacity. There's there's a lot more that can be done. There's a lot of double tracking that can be done to, to get Dart to work better. Um, so, oh, there's, lot, there's lots of very interesting discussion going on. Um, and I think well, it'll be interesting to pick... But this context... So we've got this context. I'm not going to dwell on this now. We've got this context. I think with what will be interesting is to look this context hopefully is useful in us then looking at what gets proposed and how that matches what we've thought about in terms of the the the, the, the rail natter network but also the existing network and and the, um some of the work that's going on um in terms of, of segregation in dublin but also the new the kind of the, the, this this reinstating of lines that's going on too so that's that's that that is that We've scribbled and scratched and looked at those lines. I'm going to get OBS up and remind myself what's going on. Um, everyone, uh, thank you. Stay, by, by, by the way, in fact, I'm going to go big face. In fact, I'm going to go big face and I'm going to rearrange the slide deck. So hold the fort because I have some things to say uh, that I want you to all hang around for. Don't all switch off the episode yet. Um, let's just, let's just, there we go. So. In fact, I'm going to do some of. There we go. That's there we go. So right. <laughs> oh, uh, small face again. Uh, I have things to say. First thing, competition update. Uh, let's talk about the competition because you've all been sending. You've lots of you've been sending your um, favorite moments. If you want, to, if you think of a new favorite moment, uh, you can do that. And you could, and I'll just supersede you. Just say you're going to supersede your previous one. But lots of you sent favorite moments, and I'm going to, as a result of the interest it's got. I'm going to up the stakes, and I've included. I've pulled some t books off behind the shelf that I'm willing to give away. Um, uh, that I've kind of been humming and eyeing over the necessity for me to retain anyway. So there's some interesting things that I'm going to that are going to be in in that collection, and I'm going to um, I'm going to show you some of them um, because let's let's go big face again. Let's go big face uh, once again. I put my earphones under my jumper because it looks better, but also I'm going to strangle myself. Also, what's fun? Okay, let's 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 do this. Let's go. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's let's do this. Let's go desk cam. There's desk cam. Hello, everyone. It's, 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 look, I. Oh goodness! Nearly chopped my own head off. Look, I I, I got a Hessian sack to put everything in. I am like Santa. There is a Hessian sack full of stuff, um, and this look, look, it's full of bits and pieces and joys and delights. What's in here though? What what um what am I going to fish out of here that I think is of interest to you all? Well, let's let's move the mic over here. The first thing I'm going to fish out is well, actually, I'm just going to get. So I've added I've added a few a few little treats here, uh, and as I say, if you wanted these to um, if you wanted these to be uh, signed by me, then say so, and I can sign them, uh, or send you a little message, or write a, write the Kant equation on it or something. There's some old um, Pandrel track fastening. Uh, these are these are legendary. That these ones I've used a lot in my day job, so that's fun. Uh, I'm going to put the most special one to the bottom, in fact. Um, a couple of these, that are, that's the old locomotives and coaching stock books. 
and there, uh, 2015 version, and then I used to get the updates. These are, again, used in day job. 2022, that's fairly recent. That's ironic, but that hasn't been on the front, given that those are now currently sat on a siding doing nothing. Now we're getting more interesting, folks. You'll notice there's a double arrow on here. This is the good stuff. The code of... Uh, the Code of Procedure for Chemical Weed Killing from 1978. Look at that. Look at this. It's a, it's a, oh, it's the, this is, so, that's going to be in the bag. That's going to be on the, on the, on the pile. Um, we have uh, the Audi Gauge Manual for Supervisors and Operators. This is 1965. This is even better because it has pictures. Look at this. This is, this is, this has, look at this. It's got illustrations of rail defects. This is this is the really this is the good stuff. Um, this is this is a really nice one. Uh, look look at all these. Look look at this. this. I'm giving this away, but it's got lovely pictures of rail defects on it. Marvelous, isn't it? Absolutely marvelous. Um, and it's got a picture of a guy. Let's, let's find the picture of the guy. Uh, I think it's important that we. we there's, there's always a type. It's got pictures. It's got the pictures of the old order gauge. This is like early, early. Um, uh, this early ultrasonic testing kit. I think the kit, it says, it says, it describes the type of guy you have to be to run the kit. Uh, it says you need to be someone with good ears, which is very funny. Um, let me just now flick to a picture of the story. There's a picture of the guy in here and I can't find it. Oh no, I need to find my picture of a guy. There's lovely pictures of cracks in here. Um, there we go. Qualifications of an audio gauge operator. The first thing an audio gauge operator requires is good hearing. The sharper, the better. He must, on no account, be tone deaf. Lol. Yeah. So that's just quite remarkable. Um, and there's a picture of the type of guy doing some uh, doing some uh, no adjustment to correct to ensure correct crystal to rail contact and comfortable working posture. Look at that. So this is this is in the collection that you can win. Um, and the last thing is a, a work of beauty. Not necessarily all of these will be. These are these are things I will pick at random stuff out of the bag. But the thing that will definitely be in the collection is this beautiful book. Look at this. Look at this. It is the British Rail Ready Reckoner. Now, what is that? In the days before Excel, people couldn't do calculations quickly. So you just had a book that had all the calculations written in it. So if you multiplied some awkward number of pence... Um, uh, people are getting angry at how I say, say Belfast, um, uh, possibly. Um, oh, look at this! This is, but it must, I mean, for me, it's just the cover. Look, I would, I would take this cover and add it to every diary I own if I could. Um, it's early, early BR. That's like, that's like sixty-five to sixty-eight BR, where everything was kind of in this like block. Look, it's lovely. Uh, there's the ideal decimal coinage reckoner. The fact that it's decimal coinage dates it a bit later, actually, which is interesting. Uh, it'll make it early 70s, which is strange because the, the, it's a hanger-on in terms of style, but uh, oh, it's lovely. So, all this lovely stuff. Um, lovely pictures of cracks in here, finding your best one for the competition. Hannah, email it through. Anyway, there's, there's loads of other stuff in here. There's lots of, um, there's lots of other good stuff, like... This is fun. Your new East-West Railway coming in... 2018. Lol. Um, there's all sorts of fun bits and pieces like that that you might find 
you might find oh my goodness that sack has fallen over um that you might find um entertaining that you might find enjoyable that you might find interesting um that that ready reckoner is a definite thing so you need to achieve this to 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 be in the chance to have these things posted to you by me you need to first of all uh, have someone who can host a podcast properly you need, you need to um uh Yes, for a chance to win one of the 10 random railway items uh, from the big sack under my desk. So there are already more than, they're like quite a large number of people, um, more than the number of things that I'm going to be dishing out. So if you want to be in the hat to have your name withdrawn, uh, then you need to uh, email me. You need to send me your favorite moment from the last 200 episodes. Um, it, it can include this episode if you like, but really it should technically it's supposed to be from the episodes up to 200. Um, it could be from 68 when decimal coins. Oh, of course, Gareth knows about the decimal coins. It could be from... In fact, Gareth, you should win that, that thing. Of all the people who should get it, you should get it. So find your favourite episode. Send me your favourite moment from the last 200 episodes. Um, email it to railnatter at garethdennis.co.uk. So that is how you win those things. Um there is one week left. I will be announcing. I will do the. I will pull the winner out of a hat next week. So there is. You're running out of time. Please do send your um, send your uh, updates. So that's all good fun. Um, it now does remain for me to make my face disappear and say thank you ever so much to all the audio only listeners. This is mild chaos, particularly at the end where I put my head in a sack. Um, uh, you 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 make this work, and and and, uh, and I'm very grateful for all of you for listening. Uh, patreoncom slash Um, for the uh, for to to support me on Patreon, there will be an opportunity for a separate little cheeky opportunity for you to get involved in what's going on with the competition. Um, in advance of next week that I'll put on the Discord server uh, kind of before the end of this week. Uh, uk sorry for the slash merch for the merchandise. Uh, all sorts of things, hoodies jumpers mugs uh, uh, t-shirts uh long sleeve tops uh currently no underpants unfortunately um d- d- there is much merch and you can buy it hoodies but did i mention hoodies uh there are hoodies uh, paypal.me slash gareth dennis for loose change abuse and gareth dennis.co.uk slash discord for where the chat continues forever um the thing the people are uh, out here um are yeah that's it gareth is saying the the favorite moment wasn't actually in an episode it was sitting outside the york tap nerding out drinking beer after the rail natter live we're gonna have another rail natter live i promise i promise this year it is gonna happen whether it's earlier or later in the year i don't know but it will happen this year i had such fun and i I want to do another live one it was honestly tremendous fun and the results of the poll by the way is that we have um 15 of people watching this uh have uh are from uh the island of ireland which is cool uh the majority, uh, 11% from Ireland and 4% from Northern Ireland. Nice. So a disproportionate number of Northern Irish people watching this. Hello to all of you. I love all of you. Um, and hopefully this was interesting and engaging. Next week, we're digging into the failure stats for the Great Western. Uh, someone very usefully did a Freedom of Information Act and combined with the readily available failure data that I can f- pick off the ORR data portal, um, we're going to have a look at what's going, you know, is there a substantial problem developing on the Great Western? And actually, we're going to look at the failure stats across the whole network and compare them to pre-COVID, pre-rabbit years modernization and see if we've seen an increase in failures Um uh, to pronounce Irish to pronounce it correctly, you should generally stress at the first syllable. Hmm. Uh, Hannah Goodliffe, uh, woo, Great Western sucks. Okay, there we go. That's uh, that, that, if, if ever there is a um, an endorsement for, the, <laughs> for next week's episode, that would be it. Episode 202, digging into the failure stats for the Great Western. Ah, that, that'll be that. So, 
uh, whether it's me, whether it's Miles, whether it's this uh, small um, Elizabeth Shaw crispy chocolate thing, um, or whether it's this uh, sock, which I'm not convinced I know why is here. I think it's an anti-DVT sock. I'm not sure why it's on my desk. I genuinely have no idea why it's there. Um, I think I've emptied something to... It's, I don't know. It's also this card that came with Miles. It's Miles. Shall I, I could definitely sign Miles and send you a sign. That's also a thing which we could send. There we are. There's Miles. Name Miles. Occupation, friend, and travel companion. There. Anyway. Uh, that's, in fact, that's going in the sack. That's going in the sack. I will continue to add things to the sack, and we'll do future competitions. There's more treats that, that aren't in that sack yet that will find their way into that sack for future competitions because it's quite a fun thing to do. At some point, I might decide what I'm going to do with them. Um, these folk as well. These these uh, happy this happy crew. Uh, is it ever going to focus? There we are. This happy crew of P-Way engineers. I think probably keep them for a long time because uh, yeah, next week should be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to to looking at doing some good old fashioned stats. That'll be a laugh. Anyway, right. Enough of me waffling. We're I don't even know how late we are because the clock has disappeared. Quarter of an hour late. Right. Everyone, go and have a nice rest of your week. I will see you on um, on Wednesday next week. Um, and do send in your competition applications. I want to. I want lots of numbers. I want to have lots. I want to have a hilarious number of small bits of paper in a hat for me to pick out of. So do that. Um. <laughs> cheerio, cheerio. <laughs>